listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 199 for July 12th, 2018. This week, we talk about canoeing, our favorite gay media, Japanese clapping robots, stories from the Walmart parking lot, bravo for men, and my final rice cooker update. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Joseph is lying to me today. He thinks he's, he told me he's today. ready. And then he, oh, honey. I guess every day. Let's, yeah, oh, let's be honey. honest. My whole life is a lie. Uh-oh. Joseph is just three Keebler elves in a human suit. I just remembered a better favorite thing, so I had to tap it into Google. Keith oh just God. now. Look at you. Well, I have 40 minutes to find a better favorite thing because mine's... <laughs> so we'll see. Start the clock now, everyone. M- mine said my old favorite thing which will not be my favorite thing anymore was toddlers baseball caps what that was a bad favorite well, thing but now I, i'm very curious well, oh, honey rice cooker okay oh, that um, was like a three years ago also i have a rice cooker update but i'm curious what what is this oh my god what is what is a toddler well i have i have trouble finding baseball caps that fit me you know and Don't so tell me no you are not you are not so on buying. the amazon on the amazons i ordered Toddler baseball caps, ages six through nine. It fits me like Cinderella's glass slipper, honey. I comes cannot. in like fourteen different colors. I got a denim one. I got a red one. Denim well, caps. It's well, denim. I know. I know you have a problem with the word "daddy," but you could find a toddler baseball cap <laughs> talking about your daddy. Easy. I was, well, Tegan's going to be six next year, and I was like, "Honey, we can trade clothes." Oh my god, honey, that's not even like. That's a Raid real possibility closet. for you. Yeah. What's We're it like? Be ha- what's it like having never developed past like seven years <laughs> old? I'm very curious. It's amazing. I, it's cheap. It makes my life cheaper. That's well, for I sure. I was going to ask. I'm, I'm assuming kids' clothes are way cheaper than adult clothes. Oh yeah, I wore. Oh, I wore that tank top canoeing. <gasps> the oh, the children's tank top canoeing. I went canoeing this weekend. Mm, such an outdoorsy um, girl. So if you would have said that, you would have said like, you know, I'm mask now. I'm straight. Mm. Your mask. Yep. It's, you build, it's true. You build one cabin. Now. Mm-hmm. You build one shed. <laughs> you, you know, you build an one, entire like, cabin in your mask now. Prefab shed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you did. You did go canoeing. Was this in Virginia? Where do you go canoeing in, was, in D.C.? Virginia, it was in the Shenandoah River. I was calling it Shenandoah, but it's Shenandoah with an Shenandoah? E. Oh, I didn't know that. Shenandoah. I was I called it Shenandoah, like Shannon. Who's that Shenandoah? Shenandoah is that, is that you? or whatever? That's what I thought too. The Shenandoah River. That's <laughs> Shenandoah. Well, I mean, she has to be known for something because she ain't doing much. So, oh, that's true. That's oh. true. Uh, but yeah, we we canoed ten miles. Uh, we had a group of about like 50 people there. Oh, wow. It was like it was a and fucking parade. It was a parade. It was a pride parade, basically. And we pride parade 10 on the miles. Water. Took about four hours because we took it easy sometimes. You know, we stopped a few times. Mm-hmm. And it was great. The weather was like in the 70s. What? And That's it was cool and it was breezy on the water. I wore a tank top. I applied so much sunscreen. I am just as pale as when I left. Of course. So of course. no no UV radiation for Josephine. No vitamin um, D for you. No vitamin D for me. Just the regular D, honey. Honey. Uh, oh, I set honey? myself up for that one. Honey. Joe's getting okay. enough vitamin D at home. <laughs> uh it was good. It was nice to be outdoorsy. I kind of think I might have Lyme disease. 
Oh, that's not a joke. That's not go. a joke. That's not a joke. <laughs> Did you find any ticks on you? I, every time I, I no. there's one thing I learned from yeah. living in a log cabin in the woods in Montana is that every time I like come home from like from hiking or anytime I was ever near trees, uh, my parents taught me to always do a tick check. Yeah, um, you just you just you check your body for ticks. You can do it in the shower. Um, have a friend of yours like look for ticks like at the back of your like the base of your neck. And in your balls. hair and stuff, in your balls, yeah, totally. Um, they crawl I found, up in there. Yeah, they they like to make homes in your nether regions. They like to make they homes do. any which way they can. Last time I went, um, when I went over for this wedding, like a few weeks ago, and I came home, I found a tick, and I told my dad and my sister, and they all freaked out. Mainly, my sister freaked out, but like it was crawling up my shirt, so I think it was like. It was like on, on my jeans, came home on my jeans or something or my hat because I changed my shirt, but I was wearing the same jeans the next day. And so I found it. It was crawling up my shirt and I was like, oh, time to go. So I flushed them down the pooper and uh, I changed my bed sheets and stuff and I haven't found any other ticks. But yeah, tick check. It's a thing because like yeah. they can latch on to you. Well, OK, so I, I we didn't get a single bug bite on our body. We put bug spray on before we went. We layered it with our sunscreen, you know. That sounds like the best outdoors trip. No bug bites. It was. 70 degrees. Zero. Zero bug bites. Great weather on a boat. You are you an know? outdoorsy woman now. I am a outdoor queen. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, okay. So Piggy, when he got tested for all his stuff before he got neutered, he came back positive for having been exposed to Lyme disease what? at some point in his life. Yeah. Which means like, I think with dogs, don't quote me on this. It's stuff I've read, stuff I talked about with the vet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only like a 5% chance of him ever developing any symptoms or it actually turning into Lyme disease. Mm. But it does mean at some point he was exposed to a tick that carried Lyme. Uh, okay. Which means that potentially me and Justin were exposed to a tick. That carried mine. Um, And so, like, I've been a little, like, sleepier than usual. Mm. I guess. I've also been stressed out. These past months have been crazy. Um, And then, like, okay, you know how, like, it develops, like, a bullseye rash on you? Yes. But, like, not everyone gets that. I got, like, a... I've had, like, a little rash on me. I think it was actually a bruise. But, um... But we like to panic after we've been out. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've gone full hypochondriac oh, reading yeah, it's part of the fun. and applying it to my life. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. every symptom, I'm like, like me, if I've had I've it in the past two years. Lime. Lime, lime, Oh, for lime. sure. So I emailed my doctor today and I was like, can I get a Lyme disease test? So I'm waiting to hear and back. your doctor blocked you. My doctor blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I've been like researching it. Like, because you just, I think if you catch it early, you get like rounds of antibiotics and that's mm-hmm. it. Kind of thing, but you, I don't think you want it to progress. You definitely yeah, no. don't want it in general, you know. I don't I know guess. much about Lyme disease, and I'm, I'm curious. Like, hold on, Lyme, Lyme disease map. Is there Lyme map? disease up here? Is there? I think it's everywhere. They were showing me. So, okay, in Arkansas, I'm used to like ticks that are like kind of larger, like mm-hmm. large and flat. You can see them, and so I was like, well, I have definitely haven't had any of those on my body. I would have spotted them. And mm-hmm. then I was looking at this article today about Lyme disease, and it showed a picture of a poppy seed muffin, and it said, "Can you spot the ticks in this picture?" And I said, oh, "I can't," Uh-oh. and I couldn't see them. And then it zoomed in, and some of the poppy seeds weren't poppy seeds; they were ticks. Oh, talk about a nightmare! Talk about a wake up call. Okay, oh, honey. God, girl. A wake up. Did you ever hear the the song Wake Up Call by Hayden Panettiere? 
honestly, I'm triggered just by the name Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> she made music. She made. She released a single called "Wake Up Call." There's a music video, honey. YouTube it. Do it's a I sleeper really hit? And by a sleeper hit, I mean you'll want to put yourself to sleep after. because it was. Yeah, it put you to sleep. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't. Great. It looks like Still it looks it. like that. That ticks infected with Lyme disease are everywhere, but they're most prevalent on the East Coast. I'm looking at oh, a, at, a, at a, a prevalence forecast. They're very very rare in like the um in like the central U.S. like Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana. Um, it looks like it looks like it's not very prevalent in Arkansas either. But like in the in the East Coast, especially like the um in the Northeast. And Virginia and the D.C. area, it's like five to ten percent of <gasps> of ticks. Well, you like hear about it. Like I oh, remember yeah, no, growing yeah. up and hearing about it on the news and stuff. And like mm-hmm. it's it's always seemed to me like a big thing. And like yeah. it is a big thing, but like you you can get treated. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you I think take, I think you that Lyme disease affects different people. Like it can be really severe for like different people, and for some people, well, it's like nothing. Um, let's just also preface this by saying we're not doctors oh i am a doctor buttholes phd Uh-oh. in oh nothing and buttholeology 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 what's that what's that called? a proctologist oh yeah mm, love that Can you imagine like being like in third grade and writing on your little essay that you want to be a proctologist honestly i would give that person i would give that little kid a gold star on that. You're, like, You're like hell you yeah! You are graduated. I'm, <laughs> yeah. ex- I'm sending you straight You've from third grade. You've learned everything you I could teach you here. You are you're good. We're moving here you on to the next your grade. Twelfth grade diploma, honey. Oh my god! Go on but, to medical school. Get yeah, out of here. I, I guess I didn't really think about it very much because apparently in the in the um in the northwest it's less it's less prominent, like one to two and a half percent. Well, um, honey, I'd still watch out. That's one in a hundred. I know it's crazy, that's, but yeah, no, I always, always, even. always do a, a tick check and stuff like that. But I don't know much about Lyme disease, you know, well, think of it. I'll keep everybody posted on what my doctor says, because I have instead a checkup of, anyway at the end of the month. So instead she may of just a drag race like, update, we'll have the Lyme update. Oh, honey. Oh, uh-huh. shit. What disease does oh, Joseph honey. have now? Tune in next week. You never I, know. I need to get off a of WebMD. Today. That's what <laughs> I need that. to do. Have to have Justin block it from your router. Um, speaking of plagues, oh, not right. that Lyme disease is a plague. I have mean, you ever thought to yourself, "Hey, there are too much women on TV. I uh, wish there was a show I could watch where it was just men." Well, you know, when I'm at the ballot box voting Republican, that's the one thing I do <laughs> think about. Oh, these women—they're ruining life for the rest of us men. So, okay, well, lucky for you, Lucky honey, me. Coming to Bravo, there's a new show called Real Men Watch Bravo. It's a new late night show that promises no female guests. Uh, hosted I, wow, by... I, I love The Handmaid's Tale. What the fuck is this? Also, <laughs> Bravo of all channels. It's like the gayest, trashiest well, channel. Their... So, okay, the show's hosted by Jerry O'Connell. He's someone who I like recognize his face, but I like have no idea who he is. I think Jer- that I think Jerry O'Connell filled in for Wendy Williams when she like yeah, passed out that's live what on TV. That's what it says here. And it says he played a CGI marsupial in the film Kangaroo Jack and was awarded a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award for Favorite Fart. 
So he's so done great things, could, clearly. He's, yeah, he's obviously clearly. an A-list celebrity. Um, well, anyway, so Bravo, obviously, it says in this article I'm reading on The Guardian, known for its female-focused reality programs, but they're apparently trying to capture this male audience by debuting this show, Real Men Watch Bravo. Is it just uh, is it a TV host, show about men watching Bravo on Bravo? I think so. I don't exactly know what it's going to be about. How meta. But it, it's, it says in the press release, O'Connell is described as, quote, a walking encyclopedia of Bravo history. And he will appear alongside a panel of male celebrities, comics and tastemakers discussing the buzziest Bravo moments. Uh, it assures that it will be an unapologetic. Wait, the release assures us will be unapologetic bravaholics who will provide the male point of view pertaining to all things bravo oh honey that's what i need more that's of what we life. needed the more male we needed more view. <laughs> male honey, point of views. let me just please. say let me so like bravo is like the d-list celebrity of television channels the gays love it because it's just dramatic there's just drama on bravo it's drama and white wine that's literally like the bravo centric like that's the brand nothing is more bravo than a bravo show talking about bravo i don't know anything about any anything on bravo it's not one of the channels that's ever been on my radar i think hold it on says, Real, okay, i think real so housewives started on bravo yeah it lists some in this article it says vanderpump rules million dollar listing in the real housewives franchise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i don't i don't I don't even know what Vanderpump Rules is or Million Dollar Listing or the only thing I, I'm pretty sure. So like I feel like Andy Andy Cohen's what Watch What Happens Live, which is popular with some gays or whatever, is on Bravo, and then the Real Housewives started on Bravo. That's like all I know. Well, now it's for men too, Re- uh, not just men, real men. Excuse real me, real men. So I'm I'm curious. Are they trying? Are they trying to market this more towards the gay men, or are they trying to like market this towards the streets? Because Jerry no, O'Connell's No, I think straight. they're saying, like this article saying, presumably they're going to be talking about things in a, quote, manly way. That's, that's Whatever code, the hell that means. That's like Whatever coding that for straight, I think. It is. I think, it, I think it's coding for straight male view on these shows. Why would and you ever want to market towards straight men? I don't understand They're trying that. to make it. I don't know. I feel like. What they're trying to say, what they're trying to do with their demographics is they've realized they don't got a lot of straight guys watching the show. And they probably mm. think that straight guys aren't watching the show because it like affects their masculinity or they're like ashamed to talk about it. So they think if they have masculine guys talking about these shows, then these masculine guys will start viewers will start watching the shows, too, because, well, quote, real men watch Bravo. The phrase real, real men. men, though, that's just it bothers problematic. the fucking oh, yeah. shit out of me. Like, who thought what PR team did this go through? You know what I mean? Someone who uh, real isn't, man isn't from Bravo. Someone that Bravo hired because, like, Bravo Please should know that their entire their entire viewer base is gay men and women drunk on white wine like that is the entire demographic for bravo and i don't understand why they'd want to like because there's plenty there's hundreds there's millions of those people out there me included i just don't watch bravo because i'm a poor millennial who knows better than to pay for cable like i don't know maybe they're struggling because no one's paying for cable anymore so like oh god we gotta like start marketing towards like the biggest audience which is straight men 
it just sounds gross. Why would you ever? Bravo, you're already D-list. Now you're just you're you're just you're shooting yourself in the foot with this. I don't know what you're doing. Well, it uh, says at the end of this article, a Bravo representative declined to discuss the intent behind Real Men Watch Bravo, specific potential panel guests, or who its intended audience was. Mm. So uh, mm. you know, we'll just it's a wait and see. It's a wait and uh, maybe don't see. Yeah, wait and hear opinion. about later when it gets canceled. Mate, wait and don't see. Um, I want to give a, a quick a quick little update about my rice cooker. Oh, sure. Um, Go ahead. My rice cooker and I have, have officially broken up. The rice cooker has moved out. Um, Is I this am, where I pretend I'm like sad for yes. you? Mm-hmm. Oh, Cue I'm the so violin sorry. music. Okay, uh, <laughs> sure. The rice cooker and I have, uh, we got a divorce. I am now married to my instant pot, but my rice cooker has found a very lovely home with my friend Zoe. So everything's working out. She's very excited to have her own little rice cooker. And um, I I hope that they uh, I hope that their relationship lasts for as long as my relationship lasts with my rice cooker. So I just wanted to let everyone know that please give me some uh, time to grieve in this time of stress and change in my life. But um, I will be Hold sending on. out I ha- wedding. I almost have this gun loaded. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm spinning the revolver with my one cyanide pilled in one hand. <laughs> Got the pistol in Russian the other. Russian roulette in the other. Russian roulette. This one. I will be sending my uh, my wedding invites out for me and my instant pot soon. So please check your mail. Um, and that that's my announcement. I just wanted to let everyone know that. Um, Please be sensitive in this time of, of change for me. Thank you. Was this much. your article for the week? Was this what you're bringing to the table? Oh, honey, I don't have an article any week. <laughs> you kidding me? I haven't had an article for years. Oh, honey. Oh, um, well, um, I'm proud of you for going through this mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to talk about and, it publicly um, because nothing is more fun than going through a public breakup. So, Oh, honey. <laughs> you're telling you're telling me. Does that hit a little hard for oh, you, honey. Joseph? Ouch. Ouch. You're telling Ooh. me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, along these same lines, can I ask you a question? Uh, uh, Joe asked me a question. Do you feel underappreciated in life? Do I? I don't think so. Why, is this an article? This sounds like some you, like Psychology Today article. Would you like a little more support? I mean, honey, I need as much support as I can get. Well, honey, there's a Kickstarter for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> a... a, a a clapping Uh-oh. robot from Japan. <laughs> Does it you just like this? praise you? Just it claps? just claps. It's called Big Clapper. Oh, which, honey, 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 that's honey, what they call me. Oh, honey, honey I'm the Big Clapper. Oh, honey, I, Big Clapper. Oh, honey, oh, honey gotta get tested. <laughs> I got the Big Clap again. <laughs> oh, honey, I got the Big Clapper again. <laughs> me on speed dial with my doctor. Oh, honey, Big Clapper again. Anyway, like, I've tested you for Lyme disease. Do you need another gonorrhea test? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, well, anyway, there's already a Japanese version of it. They're creating an English language version of Big Clapper. It's a robot. It looks like a giant tomato. It's red. It's a circle, but okay. it's on a stand. Pause. Okay, it's a clapping sure. robot that looks like a giant tomato. It doesn't look like a tomato. I'm saying that because it's a big, round, red circle with eyes and a mouth. Two hands on top, and he claps oh, them above their head. Oh, this is terrifying. Head. I am looking it up right now. You're looking? But mm. listen to this, though. It has, it has special like, hands that make, actually, that make like human clapping sounds. Like they're rubberized, so it, mm-hmm. makes, it simulates human clapping sounds. Very okay. difficult to do. Its obvious. eyes look soulless. Obvious. It um, does. And yes. why... Are its lips 
Um, hot dogs. I'm very <laughs> curious why. Honey. The actual hot dog lips. You can't just talk about people's lip injections like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I thought lip injections were that. out since Kylie took her fillers out. Did she? I have no idea. Yeah, she took her fillers out. Now she looks 12 again. So. Uh, well, okay. And she's okay. <laughs> anyway, she also be- she also believes in chemtrails, allegedly. So, okay. Oh, great. Okay. Mm, yeah, we can make um, fun of her. It's fine. This cl- the big clapper is larger than I thought it would be. Hence the name big. It's mm. like up to your waist or something. I thought what? it was like a desktop toy thing. Well, I'm I'm looking at it and it kind of it like reminds me of like like a parking meter. Yeah, it looks kind of like a parking meter sort of situation. But it's and, not as um, big as a parking meter, I don't think. But I, it looks it looks like it's it's not like a desk thing. It looks like something you put on no, the ground. Got to like be on the ground. Fan. It has a few phrases that it says. Uh, mm. It it imitates a natural clapping effect. Mm. A, it, this Kickstarter says a great deal of development went into the materials, shapes, oh, I'm sure. and Tens angles of seconds. Honey, I think this was from an artist who like has made a whole bunch of like hand clapping things initially. Okay. It speaks in a distinctly cute robotic voice while opening and closing its mouth. It will cheer people up. Makes an immediate, unforgettable impact. Honestly, whatever whatever makes you happy. The it says, I, I just looked it up. The Verge title, the the title for this on the Verge is Big Clapper is a forty five hundred dollar robot that will applaud you until the day you die. Well, see, that was the twist that I was getting to. Oh. It can be yours for only forty five hundred dollars. Only forty five hundred. Only forty five hundred dollars. People buy. It says good for anywhere, storefronts, at the office, social gatherings, birthday parties, sporting events. Has a motion detector. Walk in front of it, honey, it'll clap. There are seven people that have backed this. Connect so it with to an app. Honey, it'll clap along to your iTunes. Oh my God. Clap along. I want like a whole I want I want to go to a stadium. And instead of like ah! thousands of people in the audience, I just want thousands of big clappers. Just that would staring be staring at me on stage with their big bulging eyes, clapping endlessly. If we ever did a candy-coated concert, that's all that would be in the audience. Oh, yeah. Our concert got sold out to Big Clapper. To Big Clapper. <laughs> Sponsored no by allowed. Big Clapper. Um, well, there's 55 like- days to go, honey, and they've only got $4,162 of their $101,272 goal. I so just, get on it. I am surprised that it even made 4K. $4,000 from seven backers. People are putting money into this. Like the seven backers that put money into this. This is one of those things I would buy if I were rich and bored. Oh, God, same. Yeah. I, if I was rich and bored, I would buy one of those. You know, those like the those classic like things you put on your desk. That's like that bird and it like dips into the water and stuff and it comes back up. You don't need to be a millionaire to have one of those, honey. No, but I want a giant one to put outside. Oh, Oh, well, that that would be cool. Made of, like, solid gold. Oh, sure. And it, yeah. like, has mercury in it instead oh. of, like, water. Mm, yes, yes. And then I just buy a bunch of those, and I give them to charity instead of actually giving money to charity. Sure. Because that'll help, Why not? right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, get your big clapper. You'll never... We all need our own little cheerleader in our lives. I just... I don't understand. I, like, if if this reaches its goal on kickstarter we are officially in the darkest timeline i don't understand oh japan uh, god bless you you don't think we're already in the darkest timeline with oh, donald I mean, fucking trump as president I mean, we are but like and he's trying to get his peeps elected to the court supreme oh, court 
I spent I spent my entire day yesterday just like reading about the Supreme Court nominee and trying not to panic, but you know, we're all panicking. Oh, honey. Canada is just a hop skip away, y'all. Let me just tell you. Oh, I hit the mic stand again. I gotta stop doing that. Why do you keep flailing your arms like a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube, man? I was stretching. I got stretched. I, I feel like you're so small and lanky. You just don't we know where your have, arms are. You know, like uh like uh, a lot of those Japanese companies companies, like in the middle of their work day, they will go, Oh, I hit it again. I'm sorry, y'all. They will have, they will they will take a break to like stretch, do like group mm-hmm. stretches and stuff. We should have a group stretch in the middle of this podcast every week. Group, everybody stretch. listening. And we, and we, we both just raise your hands above your head unless you're driving. <laughs> Especially stretch, if you're driving, stretch them high and floor it. Stretch them. Turn your neck all the way around, honey. Like, like on the Exorcist. Owl. <laughs> honey, possess, get possessed by a demon, honey. I am ready for like a 60s aerobics video with you as the person. Do you know what I'm jealous of with possessed people? You're, okay. We're, this is what we're talking about. Okay. She, <laughs> in The Exorcist, she is so flexible. Okay. Uh, she can do like the crab walk. Oh, she honey. can turn her head all the way around, honey. Imagine getting fucked doggy style and still being able to watch. <laughs> you just turn your honey. head all the way around, <laughs> staring deep into your partner's imagine, eyes. Imagine, is that not is that not the gay dream? Is that not the dream? I don't know. Being able to watch yourself get fucked doggy style, first person. See, it, the thing is, is you've talked this way before, so I know it's not the Lyme disease, but I'm pretty sure the Lyme disease has gone to your head. <laughs> oh, honey, it's the rabies. Is what it is. <laughs> the rabies you oh, got honey. from Piggy. Mm-hmm. It's the rabies. Lord. Anyways, I have I have a, a little story for you that I... Oh, I, I left story time my, with Sam. Uh, yeah, you know, it's going to take about 30 minutes for me to tell a shitty story, so oh, buckle in, it. y'all. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yep, keep, you know, spinning your revolver for Russian roulette. Every mm-hmm. time I say, um, you can pull the trigger. That's this whole podcast, both of us. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, my roommate, Maggie, cracked the case on this. I didn't... I don't think I talked about this before because I, I didn't really... I, I just didn't talk about it, but... Uh, when I was going to this wedding a couple weeks ago, after the wedding, my parents and my my sister and her boyfriend and I went to this little hot springs that's nearby. And my parents got us a room there and we got to like relax or whatever. But I didn't have a swimsuit and everyone else did because I wasn't planning on staying the night. And then they convinced me to stay the night. So I needed to go buy a swimsuit so we could all like hang out at night and like go swimming and relax after this long wedding that was like super wet. Anyways, so I um, took my dad's truck because we all carpooled. I dropped them off at the hotel and I drove 20 miles to the nearest Walmart, which is your favorite place in the world. Oh, honey. It was like 11. Um, it was I was probably like 11 o'clock at night or something along those lines. And um, so it was it was late. But um, I was like, you know what? I, I want to go swimming. I want to do this. And so I drove to the nearest Walmart, 11 o'clock at night. You know, things, Walmart is a, it's like a different, you're like on a different plane of existence after 10 p.m. in a Walmart. After midnight, it's like a third plane of existence. But anyways, so I I go into Walmart. I needed to buy a a phone charger. I needed to buy a pair pair of swim trunks. You can find anything at Walmart. Anything your little heart desires. And so I went to Walmart. I found my, uh... 
my swim trunks. I bought everything. I came outside and I was putting all my stuff in my dad's giant truck. And the, there's a person parked next to me and they hit me up and they were like, hey, would you jump our car? And oh, I was my like, God. I was like, and it, it was a, it was a girl. She probably looked about my age. It was like this little, this little car or whatever. And, um, I was like, oh, I don't, I, this isn't my car. Like I don't have any jumper cables. And she's like, oh, well we have jumper cables. They're already attached to the car. And I look to the front of the car and their hood is up. Jumper cables are already attached. They're ready to go. Oh my God. And so I was like, I mean, I don't really know how to jump a car. Cause this isn't, I mean, like I know how to jump a car with my little car, but I, you know, I had enough trouble driving to Walmart and my dad's giant fucking pickup truck that I was like, oh, I don't know. But I was like, I said, okay, it's fine. Give me a moment so I can like turn around and so I can park in front of you. And they were like, okay. Did you just drive away? Tell me you just drove away. So I got in my, I got my dad's truck. Oh, honey. And I I was just, I was, I put all my stuff away and I was arranging all my things and I had my dash light on and I was just about to start the car and I look over to my right out my window to where their car is. And the girl is sitting in the driver's seat and her boyfriend is sitting in the passenger seat and they are, I shit you not, shooting up heroin. Like they had oh the tourni- my God. They had the tourniquets on, like their arms and stuff. They were like slapping their arms. Like it was, there's no way they were not doing that. Maybe they were both diabetic. Uh, maybe. Maybe they I were just really low on blood sugar. Is that how that works? I, I don't, don't think, think it is. I don't think that's how that works. And so, you know what I did? I just turned on the car, I backed up, and I just left. Yeah. <laughs> oh my I, god. I told them I was turning around and I was like, yeah, let me just turn around. And I just I just backed up. I just took a left and I went to the light and I just got back on the highway, honey. Oh my God. That is and, cray. And so I was like, I didn't tell Maggie, my roommate, this until a couple days ago, because I totally forgot. Um we were like, we were on the way to like drop off our rent checks, like to our, our old landlord or whatever. It was like, it was at night. And um, I was like, hey, I need to drop this off. Do you want to c- go for a ride? And she's like, yeah. So I told her this story in the car and she was like, wait, Sam. And I was like, what? She's like, how did you see them shooting up in the car if it was 11 at night? And I said, well, because they had their the interior lights on. And she was like, Sam, y- you wouldn't have to jump their car if the lights were on because they would have had battery power. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize so like it they was were a, ghosts. It, it was yeah. It, they were ghosts. It oh. was a total scam. Like I thought, like they were like a, after I saw them and I drove away, I was like, oh, like they were up to something. Uh, like uh, there was no way that they needed me to jump them. But then she told, you know, Maggie was filling me in later. She's like, yeah, like you know, if you think about it, there's no way you could have seen them doing that if they didn't have the lights on in their car. And you told me they had the lights on in their car. So if they had lights on in their car, they didn't need to be jumped in the first place. So like there was a scam happening. There was I a just scammy. Got- Scam. Chills. Because your lights really... Okay, I guess those lights are powered by batteries, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're powered by batteries. And so I assume... What were they going to do? I don't know. I, I assume they were going to, you know, steal my money or something. I only had plastic Maybe on so. me. I only well, had yeah, like, my debit 2018. card. Yeah, it's yeah. 2018. And so like... When I was driving away, I was like, I was feeling bad. I was like, maybe I saw something wrong. Like, maybe I was like totally, maybe they really needed help. But then like, you know, weeks later when I was like putting all the pieces together, since my roommate informed me, she was like, yeah, there's no way. Like that's, you know, you didn't even think about that. I was like, they were totally scamming me. So I got out of it. I'm alive today. It's crazy. That scares me. I have chills. I thought you were going to say that. I thought they were going to be ghosts. I mean, they could have been ghosts, honestly. I thought it was going to be like. Like in your memory, they were gone or like maybe Maggie saw him too, but like 
they disappeared. They're gone Into forever. the mist. The mist of Montana. Yeah, honestly, who knows? Back up in the mountains with all the other hillbillies and farm animals. Well, if they keep doing heroin, they might be ghosts pretty soon. Well, so. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know much about hard drugs because I'm white and privileged and I grew up middle class. I mean, I guess I could be into prescription drugs because that's what our people do. Um, But like, what else would you be doing with like a tourniquet on your... Is that always called a tourniquet where you like, you know... I don't know, a balloon? Yeah, I a, thought maybe they were making balloon animals. A hairband on their arm. But yeah, but like, what else? What else could they have my been scrunchie. doing? What other drugs? Sometimes I put my scrunchie on my arm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who my scrunchie up there. Sometimes I give it my scrunchie on. I need a little bit of a. I need a little vitamin C shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, you, I just imagine you crushing up airborne <laughs> tablets and snorting them. Snorting those, mixing them with some liquid, like melting them in a spoon mm. and like injecting them. Yeah, I don't understand any of that stuff. Like you said, I why a middle class. I don't. I was just. I wasn't around any of it. I was. I was blessed. I mm-hmm. guess. Obvi. Too but, blessed uh, to be stressed. Well, I hope no one else falls for it. And oh, here here's all Joseph's hopes for the story. Okay. I hope no one else falls for it, and I hope they get help. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not I was starting just their car though, but in life. Like things. Hashtag things that happen in the Walmart parking lot at 11 p.m. Like, oh, for sure, honey. You gotta have your pepper spray with you at Walmart past like 10. Mm-hmm. But and see, here's here's the thing I want to point out. You know, I don't think people that do drugs are dangerous, but. Obviously, they were, you know, they they weren't just going to, you know, be like, hey, uh, we wanted to convince you to jump our car, but we're just going to give you heroin instead. Like, no, like they were obviously like there was something happening where they were going to, you know, there was a scam happening in order for them That's to spooky. acquire their drugs. I don't think drug dealers are bad people. I just think that people in that situation <laughs> get desperate and they make mistakes. Keep digging, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, You can't honey. talk about anything these days, honey. I know. Well, I, I had a, I had a thing I wanted to talk about involving like pride, and I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna bring it up because like it's too controversial. Uh-oh. I have some. Oh, opinions. honey, we gotta start our new controversy podcast. Is that, is that gonna go along with the podcast you're never gonna do with Justin? Honey, we, we just gotta watch Ghost Whisper, okay? Uh, how many are seasons the- of Ghost Whisper are there? I like six or something. I don't know. Mm. More than there should be, obviously, because there's one. But there are still many others that follow. No, I know what you mean, though. Like, uh, sometimes you want to talk about something, but you're also like afraid of being of maybe not being as educated as you should about it. Right. And so, like, instead of someone wanting to have a conversation with you after you talk about it, because your intentions like intention has a lot to do with things. Mm hmm. So, like, if you say something and you don't understand exactly what you're saying, someone will yell at you instead of, like, trying to help you understand. I would love for people to try to help me understand some things. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's what we need to be doing. Educate me, please. Educate people. Educate everybody in a a nice-ish way. Unless they're trying to take away, I don't know, unless they're trying to take away your rights. I don't know. Well, okay, let me, we we could maybe talk about this a little bit. Like, we can do a little light you could you could maybe you could educate me a about little bit what on this. you're talking about well yeah i have no idea what subject you're about to bring up okay oh, honey it involves us it's about pride it's about pride parades specifically never heard of it i don't uh, know what pride is i don't know what gay people are i've never been to a parade my entire life basically it's i i have an internal struggle happening i've had this internal struggle happening for a while now when it comes to pride and pride parades and it's like 
Oh, hold on. I was talking about it in my group chat the other day. And so, hold on, pride. Let me let me figure out exactly. You're searching for your conversation? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm searching for my conversation. Honey, this one's better on paper. Not it, honestly, it is. <laughs> um I was I okay, I was I think this happened after like the London Pride Parade or whatever where there were like a bunch of, you know, like anti-trans people that were marching in the parade too and it was just it was pissing me off. But I was I was telling my friends I was like I think we need more visible lesbians and less gays wearing harnesses at pride parades, which is problematic. Um but it got me thinking I was like who is pride for? Like is pride is pride for us or is pride for us convincing straights that we aren't fucking sexual deviants? Even even though it's fun to be a sexual deviant, um, and it was it was just kind of half my brain was screaming like wh- we were talking about like people dressed normally at Pride quote normally at Pride and then people who were dressed in like fetish gear at Pride like they have their dog masks on they're wearing harnesses they're in full leather gear like great be yourself but half my brain is screaming you're slut shaming and sex shaming at you know for not wanting those people in your pride parade and the other half is like pride should not be a fetish festival and so i'm like i have this internal conflict happening this is really problematic um with that it's like sh- if pride should pride be for all ages or should pride be for like 18 plus do you have any opinions on this there i see a lot of kids at pride actually yeah yeah um i don't know i don't okay so in I think pride is kind of a different thing for everybody. And like, mm-hmm. that's great. Like, it's what, you, it's what you make of it. But you kind of have to go into it knowing that it's something different for everybody. Yeah. Like, um, for me, a, the Pride Festival is a place where, like, I can walk around holding my boyfriend's hand and being super comfortable and knowing that I share, I have something in common with everyone around me for once. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, feeling like I belong somewhere yeah. for once. Um. What was the question? Uh, do I have any do you, insight on just that that state of mind? Well, yeah. Like, do you think pride? Do you if think it, a, a pride parade should be like should pride should pride involve people who are like I'm I'm really digging myself a hole. See, here. I don't. What I okay. So should it be eighteen plus essentially? Yes. I don't think it should be because I see a lot of um, trans kids. And like every year I always see an article about like parents taking their trans kid or their Mm -hmm. gay kid to like pride and like wearing rainbow stuff with them and like, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff. And I think it's more about like I I would say that maybe performing like sexual acts, you know, in the streets is Mm -hmm. probably illegal. It just about any time. Probably, probably illegal. In <laughs> most places, at just about any time. So that goes into like that's not like necessarily pride. That's like performing sex in the street. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, if I had a child, I would probably not want them to be watching somebody else have sex in the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like stuff like get like people wear jog straps at Pride and stuff and. Mm-hmm. You know, I I actually don't see that much harnesses and stuff like that aside yeah, from yeah. the parade. Like at the festival, I don't see a lot of that. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think most people realize kids are going to be there. But I don't have a problem with like the fetish gear and yeah, stuff. Okay. I think if you just like explain to your kid, you know, like there's a lot of different people here and a lot of them are into like different things. And like, yeah. maybe you'll learn about that someday. And, you know, we'll just... I guess that's look a better way to look at it. 
I'm you just can, like, like pet the doggy or something. Yeah, you, you know, can, like you can pet this man that's on pet, all fours attached pet to a leash. The doggy. Yeah, he's just playing pretend. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to explain it. Because like I think I am I I I'm still in this problematic mindset of, and I'm admitting this because I feel like it's something I need to get past. Is that like when I when I see because I feel like 90 90 95 percent of like pride parades like everything else it's like it's people not in fetish gear but it's the five percent that I see people in fetish gear that like it, the problematic aspect of my brain is like straight people are looking at you and they're thinking like that this isn't appropriate oh so you're and, it comes from a place of like of like wanting you straight think it's acceptance. doing damage you think it's doing damage to like the gay community sort of or the yeah, LGBT I, community from like a straight person's point of view. Yes. And I know, situation. I know it is interesting. Isn't. Like, like I know, I know it's fine. Well, but it's like, it's this, I mean, it's this aspect of like straight acceptance that like we shouldn't have to have, but like we're a minority. So we need acceptance from the majority in order to like, to move past things. I don't know. Like it, I, I, I feel like that... it's, it's an internal problem. I need to get past. I feel well, like no, I need to get over this. I think it's something a lot of people think about, and it's something a lot of people like. We grow up being told like, "Don't show your gayness," you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah. those those people are always told like, "Don't show your fetishes or don't show your kinks and stuff." Mm-hmm. And so that's their way of of doing it during Pride, of like yeah. being proud of that or whatever. And a lot of honestly, a lot of people, straight people, probably do have a problem with it, and it probably does give them a negative impact or a negative impression of some things. But then at the same time, you got to be like, well, what, like that, what you can do to change, like, what can you do? You know, like that's not, it's, I can be nice to them. And hopefully they, if, if they would maybe open their mind a little bit to join in, they would have fun. But I'm not here to like necessarily please straight people. Exactly. Exactly. I, I agree with that. It just that it's it's this it's when I when I think about these thoughts, when I'm when I like I bring this up in my mind, like my, you know, I feel like I'm kink shaming because that's that's essentially what I'm doing. I'm kink shaming them. I was like, oh, I I don't think think it's deeper than that, too. You know, I don't I don't think you should dismiss your feelings about it or talking Mm. about it. You know, it's it's good to share. It's just it's something that I think about in pride. And I feel like that it's it's something that needs to be talked about more. And I feel like I need to be. Because, like, I don't know, thinking, like, I didn't even think about ex- if I had a child and just explaining it to them, be like, oh, they're pretending. Like, because that's ex- essentially what they're doing. Like, you don't have to sexualize it for the child. Like, you can be like, oh, yeah, they're pretending to be a dog. It's fine. Like, you don't have to explain, like, the ins and outs of, like, like oh, that's a sexual kink for them. You can just tell them, like, oh, oh they're just pretending to be a dog. You can pet them. It's fine. They're just wearing a dog Yeah, mask. and you can be like, maybe you'll be into it someday. If you yeah, want to grow I didn't, up. I didn't even think about that route. If you want to like, you know, you, something to explore later on. Please educate me. Explain to me. Because <laughs> I don't know. It, it, this is something like, obviously, it's not a fully fledged thought in my mind. But they're like these little bits and pieces come up when Pride Parade happens. And I see like pictures of people at Pride and pictures of people, especially in fetish gear at Pride. I feel a little weird about it. And I feel like I, maybe I just need to be more educated about it in order to not feel weird about it. I feel like that's well, kind I of think it, it is. Yeah, like it's leftovers from like kind of what we're told growing up. It sounds yeah, like I feel like it's it's residual don't. shame. Yeah, we're it's residual, just like kind of parroting in your mind what we were told growing up by like mm-hmm. society of like mm-hmm. don't don't show that you're too gay. You know, like right. don't sexuality is of bad. Kinks are bad. Right, like yeah. don't yeah. But anyways, sorry, I, I had honey, to walk through maybe that you should field. wear honey. Buy a jock strap for next pride, honey. 
That's how oh, you're going to get over me. it. I can't even, go, I can't even leave my bed. house to go to Pride in normal clothes, let alone in a jock strap. Oh, honey. First stop, tank top for me. Next year? Next year? Full, full leather. Full leather. Full leather full fetish leather. gear with a harness full leather. and a dog harness. mask. I want to be strapped, like be suspended from like... Cirque du Soleil style. A harness. What are those things called? A swing. Oh, oh yeah. A sling. Ooh. A sling. A mm. sling. A sling and a swing, honey. Oh, yeah. I just imagine... String me were, up. I just imagine if you were to buy like a dog mask, like a fetish dog mask, I feel like you'd go on Etsy and have someone like make you a paper mache head of Piggy. And you'd wear that. Oh, Piggy. <laughs> no, that like, would be weird. That would be thought, a weird fetish. I thought we were wearing fetish. dog masks. And then everyone else is in that like black, like doggy, like fetish like mask. rubber and ones. You're, yeah. And you're in like a paper mache actual dog face mask. Yes. I thought this was the pet convention. Yeah, pet I, pride. I thought, we, I thought this was pet pride. Piggy's Anyways. Gay. He needs to. He, won't, he probably won't ever experience, fully experience a pride parade because it's just too hot and too mm-hmm. long. Yeah. But, uh. We got to buy him a pride shirt next year. Oh, my God. Like a like a little pride. Do you get do you do you buy like um not scarves, handkerchiefs for your dog? I know like that's very like styling. That's very like in with dogs, like little handkerchiefs. We don't have any, but I would like to get him one. I feel like, like Piggy's the size one. of a handkerchief. So uh, you can buy a dog handkerchief that says fussy on it at dk1games.spreadshirt.com. Ugh. DK1games.spreadshirt.com. Our friend Aqua got one for his dog, oh, Phoebe. Yeah. For she Phoebe. looks amazing. That's true. It's very true. Should we do favorite things? We should. Get on with These it. are a few favorite things. So, since your favorite thing isn't... Toddlers, uh, baseball caps. Toddlers and tiaras or whatever. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV online. Um. Oh my god, she's a JRPG queen. Oh my god! Well, me and Justin... He's a console gamer. He plays on PS4. We oh, were looking what a for normie. what a normie. We were looking for something we could do crossplay on, and mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV is crossplay. Justin mm. loves Skyrim, so I was like, "Well, you'll probably love an MMORPG." Mm-hmm. And so far, he does love it, and it's fun. And uh, some of our other friends play, and so uh, me and Justin are still in the phase of like leveling up, mm-hmm. uh, finally getting to do raids trying to find cute outfits. You know how it goes. Yeah, you know uh, how it is. So we can't join all the raids with our friends yet, but hopefully sometime soon. And it's fun because, like, Justin will be in the living room and I'll be on my PC, but we'll still be talking on Discord. Mm-hmm. Like, about what we're doing. And oh then... Uh, gamer couple. I know. And since we're doing some of the same quests lately, we'll, like, run into each other and it's like, mm. hey! And you can blow each other a kiss in the game. Ugh, gay. Hee hee. Hee hee. I'm like a I'm like a twink cat, a twink mm-hmm. cat human, and he's like a tall like uh elf guy, Ooh. elf warrior dude. But when I'm did jealous this come because out? uh like 2015, 16 hmm. Final Fantasy XIV. Honey, we don't say 14. I, XIV. I do not understand Roman My numerals. Google's not working. The internet's down. The Google's not working. The Google. Ask is Google, Google where, where the internet is. Yeah, my, my Google's F- fine. Type in FXXIV and tell me. Came out 2010. What? Online? Uh, release oh, date. I think they redid it, though, because it the first... The first kind, the first version sucked, and so they like redid it and mm. called it something slightly different. I don't know. Anywho's, Any it's fun. Like- 
I'm a sexy cat wizard, and my boyfriend that seems so you. And my boyfriend is a sexy elf warrior, and he gets. Mm-hmm. To, I'm jealous though, because whatever class he chose, they get a lot of harnesses. It is the gayest game, literally. God bless. He's wearing like harnesses and thongs. Ooh, I ain't kidding. And like, I got a crop top and some like leather pants. <laughs> oh my god, it's like you're at a pride yeah. parade. Oh, honey, Please Final Fantasy 14. Is a pride. The whole game's a pride parade. (laughs) The whole game is just a giant pride parade. Imagine Pride Parade Simulator 2018. Yes. I'm surprised someone hasn't made it yet. Oh, it's probably because all the homophobes would go after it on Steam. Yes. Mm, All right. Probably so. Is it like a big game? um, It's a massively multiplayer online role playing game. Oh my God, an MMORPG. A massively multiplayer. Yeah, it's pretty fucking big. You run into, like, you know, when I tried to get back into Flife after being oh away God. from it for a few years? I thought and you I went, went to, back to it. I thought it you went dead. to, like, I thought you went got in treatment for that. <laughs> Honey, had to go to rehab for Flife addiction. <laughs> um, no, I tried to get back into Flife like last year, and it was dead. And uh, I mean, this is not that situation at all. Oh, my God. The only bad thing is, though, and now I'm hooked and I'm going to have to get a monthly subscription. I hate that. Oh, it's one of those things. It's one of those, honey. Mm, How much is the monthly sub? I don't know, like $12 or something. That's a lot of fucking money. I know, right? I'm going to start, like, Kickstarter. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to crowdfund. Go fund me. Go fund me so I can play this fucking game. game. Addiction. Go fund my crop top. Oh, my God. I mean, shit, people are paying, you know, $4,000 for a Japanese clapping machine. So they I mean, paid that's for worse. Worth it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> God. That's true. I guess you could say that. It was on well, sale, though, on the Steam sale. So if you see it on sale, you get like 30 days free, I think it is, which is unfortunate. But that's how, how they reel you in. It is because I'm addicted. I'm addicted already. I don't it's know. Great. I I feel like I feel like they're double dipping. They're making you pay for the base game and then you have to pay for a monthly sub. Yeah, that does annoy me a little bit. Because like with other th- with other games that require a monthly subscription, like like World of Warcraft, for example, like the the game's free. The sub that you in order to play it, you have to, you know, pay a monthly fee. Uh, hello. This is Sam from the future. I'm editing this at two in the morning. I need to go to bed. I just wanted to point out that World of Warcraft is not, in fact, free. I don't pa- I don't play World of Warcraft. OK, so before you roast me on Twitter, which I know the one one person would. Um, it's twenty twenty three dollars so my point of even is invalid. I'm going to bed. Okay, back to the back to the show. Jesus Christ. You got your manny's hannies. It's over. It's over Uh-oh. for me. We'll see. I'm still in my of course my first month. I've been playing it about a week and a half now. And uh so far so good. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Well, let me know if you need to go back to rehab, honey. Oh honey. I got oh, a speed dog. Oh yeah, you got your your doctor on speed dial. You got your rehab on speed dial. You're like Lindsay Lohan. Oh, honey. Speaking speaking of Lindsay Lohan, apparently they're filming Life Size Two with Tyra Banks. I but saw like, that uh, today. I, I, who's who's the actress that, that's replacing Lilo? Um, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> is she replacing her, her, or is it like a totally different person? I I think it's a totally different person. Huh. Co-star Yeah, is... I saw the picture, and I was like, how are they? I didn't see Life Size 1. I actually never saw it. You never saw Life Size? 
No. But I thought your I name was Disney Kid One. I wasn't really into like Disney Channel original movies until like a high school musical though. I mean I saw Halloween Town. Traitor. Do you remember? Do you remember when Marnie just completely switched actors in Halloween? Oh, that Town? is an iconic switch. And it's like they didn't even try. To oh yeah, make, no. To find anyone the same. It's crazy because the actress was thinner and whiter. Hmm. The new one, yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, Sarah Paxton. What's she up to now? I don't know. She had a couple like songs, and of course I loved them. But oh, then she disappeared. God. Of course, I love him. God, why? Why (laughs) do I even ask? (laughs) Honey. Okay, what's your favorite thing? Let's let's, uh, get off of that. Mine's easy. I have two favorite things. One is after like a month, the electrician finally came by. And he <gasps> he fixed our breaker yesterday. I watched him fix the breaker. Apparently, our our uh, landlord people told us that the electrician came by and they fixed the breaker like a couple weeks ago. But the power never turned off to my room. And in order to fix the breaker, in order to replace the breaker, you have to turn the power off to that breaker. It, it That's how it works. And my clock was still on. So like power never went off to my room. So either they replaced the wrong breaker or they flat out lied. A or B. Oh, shit. So this time um, I told them, okay, like we're going to schedule a time for you to come over and I'm going to be around and I'm going to watch you. (laughs) So that's exactly what I did. And they replaced the the right breaker. And Maggie and I ran a test with Overwatch and it didn't fucking flip. So I think my problems are solved. That's my first favorite thing. My second favorite thing is I've really been enjoying the new Queer Eye season, season two of Queer Eyes on Netflix. Um, I don't really have much to say. I've only on I've only watched a couple episodes, but I feel like I needed it in my life because um, I, I like more queer representation in media. And it's really good and very heartwarming. And I'm very excited to continue with the season. So there you go. You'll have to let me know what you think as you continue, because we've only watched the first episode of season two. Mm-hmm. And um, it was good. It was like nice. Mm-hmm. But it. I've heard that the rest of the season is not as good as the first season. Oh, okay. I will keep you posted. I'll give you my opinions after I finish yeah, it. Yeah. Because uh, I, have, I haven't I have seen it either to formulate an opinion. But uh, mm. I'm going to continue watching season two. Yeah, I've been watching it very casually when I've like been doing some com- computer work and stuff. So sure, I think you don't want to pay attention to too much. Well, during, yeah, you know, you I don't want to give it my full attention because then I feel like it'll be sure. needy. It'll call me the next day. It'll start asking for money. I got to, you know, keep my distance. Obvi. And it's gay. And it's gay, too. Yeah, so I don't want to touch it, obviously. It's going to have Lyme disease. You can't. Is that what the gays have now? We have Lyme disease. We get it all, honey. We get it all, honey. Oh, honey. We have have the full package. Oh, honey. I just got an email back from my doctor. God. (laughs) I was checking it while you were talking about your electrician. I was like, I can't. I got a a phone call while we were talking um, from a job that I applied to, so I get to check that when we're done recording. Yes. Anyway, I'm going to add it to my blood test for my next lab draw. <laughs> oh, my God. They were like, there you, you can go. add it to your blood test. I was like, okay, let's do the whole package. Yeah, give me the full yes, package. Test full me for everything. Package. Lab draw come through. I'm surprised you have enough blood to have them even try without you becoming anemic. Let me tell you, whenever they draw blood for me to test it, it's like, honey, I'm crawling home. Mm-hmm. Every, I'm crawling home. You lose about 25 pounds. I lose 25 pounds instantly. Honey, instantly. I'm ready for the Oscars. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Honey, ready, ready to get your get fitted for that dress. <laughs> award season, honey. You want your award season tip? Give mm-hmm. blood. Mm-hmm. Give half the blood in your body. You'll look so amazing. easy. Yeah, exactly. So it's, easy. it's the new it's the new uh, craze to lose weight. Honey, get it. 
Yes, Finn is in. Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Uh, we've got a quick question. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, this is from a text message. Uh, not sure who it's from. They didn't leave their name, but it says, Hey, Sam and Joe, longtime fan, first time texter. I'm always trying to find gay books and movies to watch, but it's really hard to find really good ones. Joe, what's your favorite gay book? Sam, since you can't read, what's your favorite gay movie? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Yikes. Ouch. Oh, it's true. I haven't read a gay book in a long time, honey. So uh, makes sense. I read, I haven't read any, I've read a few gay books, but the one I've read most recently and I really enjoyed it, it's called Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. I think it was on one of those lists that's mm-hmm. like, you got to read these books before you die or whatever. Mm. And I was like, oh, honey, I better get started. Uh, and so obviously I only like weeded out the gay ones and I'm going to read those. Mm. Um, weed out the gay Giovanni's ones. Giovanni's Room. It's about being gay. It's about an American living in Paris um, in the 1950s and his uh, relationship with this guy there mm-hmm. uh, and sort of like figuring out he's gay and what it means in the 1950s. Uh, and the author is a black gay man. And so like he would write like some of his struggles into his work, obviously. Ooh. Uh, and so it's really interesting. It's interesting to it kind of compares and contrasts like this American point of view of being gay to like this Parisian one mm-hmm. sort of. And it's uh it's interesting. It's interesting. Mm. Yep. That sounds good. good. When was it? When did it come out? When did the book come out? Do you know? Oh, I think like 1956 or something. So mm. it was written like around. Yeah. Uh, published 1956. Written around like the time period it was set in. As wow. Well. Yeah. That's and pretty revolutionary. Like, a book, you know, oh, about, yeah. about that in the 50s. Yeah. James Baldwin was whipping them out, honey. He was Ooh. blowing people's minds. I'm sure that's not all he was blowing, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, he's probably dead now. I actually have no idea. Well, I'll be no looking idea. that up later. Yes, yes. Uh, very good book. Very, like, uh, easy to read. So, you know, good for you, too. Does it have pictures? Uh, I can draw some in your copy. Okay, perfect. I'll, I'll just draw dicks all over the pages. <laughs> oh, this is a gay book. I forgot. There's dicks everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Keep me on track. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, what's your favorite? Well, what's your, it's not your favorite thing anymore. What's your favorite gay movie? So my favorite gay movie, enjoy. one that I enjoyed. Okay. Well, it's sad. I feel like a lot of gay movies are like sad. I don't know. Maybe it's all the gay movies that I've watched. Is this it movie, Love, Simon? No. Oh <laughs> my never, God. I never watched that. I'm sure, I'm sure it was actually not that bad. I heard good things about it, but I can't get past a few things about it. So I haven't seen it. I, I think should give it the benefit yeah, we, of the doubt, but I haven't. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. This yeah. is a I'm I'm uh, my, like father, like son. My dad loves Lifetime original movies. This is a Lifetime original movie that came out in 2009. No. Yes. And <laughs> yes. No, OK, I thought it was for sure going to be like, call me by your name. Oh, no. You know, honey. Something Oscar worthy. But something okay, good. In true Sam no form. way. But no, just just hold on. Just hold on to this. It came out in 2009. It was an uh, it was a Lifetime original movie. And it's um, it's based off of a book and it's called Prayers for Bobby. Have you ever heard of this? No. It stars Sigourney Weaver. (gasps) Prayers for Bobby. Prayers for Bobby stars Sigourney Weaver. It's it's based off of a a novel that I think the, the mother wrote. And it's about her like it's, a you know, the typical like. We're going to pray the gay away, whatever. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. Bobby kills himself. And it's about her. Bobby! 
Oh, Bobby. And he was so cute. This was like, this was one of like the first like gay movies that I watched after I came out. I was 16 when this came out and I loved Sigourney Weaver and I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this. And it was so sad, but it was like really, really good. It's about, you know, about, you know, church and, you know, praying the gay away and how Bobby was suicidal and he ended up offing himself. And then, you know, the, the mother like tried to forgive herself later on. And Sigourney Weaver does a really, really, really good job. I think it's about like the Pres- Presbyterian church or something. I don't totally remember, but um, it uh, it got like 4 million total views during the premiere on Lifetime. Um, a lot of people really, really liked it, but it's one of those movies that I watched it once in 2009 and I just remember how it made me feel because it was so like early in my like, out gay life it just like made a big impact on me and i think it's like one of many reasons why to love sigourney weaver but her playing like the homophobic mother that wants to pray the gay away she like does it super super well like it's it's one of my favorite roles that sigourney's ever played which is weird to think it's like a fucking lifetime original movie but it's very emotional um I do want to read the book. Um, I haven't read it. I think it came out in 1995 and the movie came out in 2009. So if anyone else here has ever seen Prayers for Bobby, hit me up because I still have feels about it. And it's well, very yeah, it's got an 86 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. See, Honey, when, when, you, got... when you judge, when you judge a Lifetime original movie by the cover, you're usually right. But in this situation, it's actually really good. A Glad Media Award for Outstanding TV Movie or Limited Series. 96% of Google users like this movie. 8.1 on IMDb. Oh my god, it's like I didn't pick trash this week. It's crazy. Who are you? I don't know who I am, honey. Who are you? Who is Well, this? there you go. Who That's some Brian gay media Kelly. for you. Uh, he this was very cute in the role. That, uh, I feel like he was like 12 in this role. I mean, probably, oh, but I was 16 when I watched this. Oh, okay. They're fun. You're fun. You're fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he grew up nice. Oh, yeah, he did. Apparently. Oh, he um, grew up nice. Apparently he, uh. Teen Wolf. Played... He's in Teen Wolf. He's in Teen Wolf? Oh. Uh... He plays Deputy Jordan Parrish. Oh, wow. Deputy me or whatever. Get uh, He's out. 31 now. Get we can sexualize oh, him, right? you're older than me. Wow. Well, I guess. I, don't I know. guess it's time to leave Justin for Ryan Oh, Kelly. honey. He was in a, an episode of Law & Order SVU. No wonder why I like him. Enzo Cook. Well, there you go. Good answers. Good answers. Good tens across the board. Tens, tens, tens across the board. Uh, no uh, drag race this week, and I feel light <laughs> as a feather. Let me just tell you. Thank the Lord. No drag race this week. Thank you for your question, uh, whoever sent that in. As Sam tells you in the outro, there are millions of ways to get in contact with us. Please get in contact with us. We always need more questions to answer Please. at the end of these podcasts. Um that's it bye no we gotta say a better (laughs) bye than that Uh, next week we'll be back with a regular episode oh my god next week 200th episode we still have no idea what we're doing we really really need ideas please help us it's gonna be great it's gonna be Mm -hmm. great Uh, and then also next week there'll be a bonus episode as well so thank you guys for listening we'll see you then okay bye guys Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave 
leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Darren C. Fabian P. Feliciano D. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Max S. Megan N. Michael C. Mike B. Nicholas M. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Scott A. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The The Show. Show!